0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. It is January 24th, and I'm pretty sure I said this last week, but does this not feel like the longest month ever? Like, low-key, it's going by fast. I feel like the days go by super quickly recently. I feel like I've been so busy every day, which is good. It's like a blessing. It's like, I guess I asked for this, but it's also like, relax. I don't know. But yeah, crazy. Who can, like i've had a week you guys i started my period and if you can relate let me know but i feel like it's like when do we get a break we get a break like one week out of the month because you're pmsing and then you have that's like a week two weeks maybe before your period and then you have your period and then you get to chill but then it's like okay pms time again So, I started my period this week, and I don't know, I've just been feeling really tired and like overwhelmed with everything. Like I said, I've been super busy with just random stuff. I feel like I have so much to do every day, and sometimes there's not enough time to do it. Um, And then on top of that, which like I love being busy, like y'all know me, a business bitch. I do love being productive and all of that, but I was just feeling a little overwhelmed at times this week. So yesterday I had a lot to do so I got some stuff done and then I went to hang out with Sonia and we had this day planned and it kind of like didn't really go as we expected we wanted to go thrifting and then we went to eat and when we went thrifting like nothing was really good so we were there for like I feel like two seconds because I don't know it just wasn't a vibe and maybe I just wasn't in the mood to thrift because you know how you have to be in kind of a certain mood as well like you have to be willing to go through shit and like I don't know Obviously depends on the thrift store and stuff. Sometimes you can just find a lot of good stuff, but everything just seemed kind of like not cute. So we just kind of we're like whatever. Let's walk around. And we, I was like, oh, I want to get a coffee. And Sonia was like, oh, I want to get food. So we were like, okay, we'll just go to this restaurant, and you can get food. I'll just get a coffee, and we can sit and chill, and it'll it'll be nice. They didn't have like any coffee. They just had like a really sweet coffee. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll try it. Like, I don't really like sweet coffees. Like, I'm drinking a latte right now that I made. It's literally just espresso and almond milk. I like plain black coffee. Like, I don't know. Um, But I was like, okay, I guess I'll try it, whatever. Like, I don't want to not get anything and just sit here while you wait, whatever. So I was like, okay, whatever. Even though I don't really want it, I'll get it. And then Sony got food, and her food... Was like so spicy. Like, Sonya asked for nothing, like no spice, and they made it like medium to hot. And they were like, Wait, you wanted medium? And she was like, No, I literally, Sonya would never get medium spice ever. So then that was a whole thing. And we were just like, Okay, whatever. I guess we both have stuff to do now. So we'll just go home. And I was like, Okay, I'll, now I have extra time, whatever, to like get stuff done. I got home and I was exhausted. I was like, I want to go to the gym. I want to edit a video I want to live stream like I had a bunch of stuff I wanted to do that I didn't get done from the morning and I literally just sat there and I was like I'm so exhausted I don't think I can do anything and I think especially if you have a routine if you're trying to get into a routine I think it's I don't know I have two trains of thought so first of all if you're trying to get into a healthier routine when you're dry you're suddenly the loudest thing you've ever heard I would say it's moments like this that you have to push yourself to do something, or if you're trying to break a bad habit, you need to force yourself sometimes. But at the same time, and especially if you already do kind of have a healthy habits routine, I think it's okay and important to listen to your body and listen to it when it tells you to rest and chill the fuck out. Because we live in a capitalist a capitalistic a capitalist society that really glorifies overworking and being really stressed out and Haha, i'll sleep when i'm dead money never sleeps let's get this bread you know did that just, was that a bar and we feel bad for resting or just chilling or taking a nap or just not doing something So, like, yeah, and a lot of the motivational content, like, go to the gym, like, just do it. Like, you never regret a workout. It's like, okay, sometimes you just need to relax. And I think developing that trust with your body and knowing when maybe you're just feeling a little lazy and you don't want to do something or when you actually need to rest. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to make food and literally go to bed. It was 730 and I was, like, going to sleep. And I woke up at, like, almost 6 a.m., which (laughs) low-key... This sounds ridiculous, but I feel like that's kind of late for me. I feel like on a good day I wake up at four thirty or five, and I'm like yes. But I woke up at six, so I was like, "Fuck!" I must have really needed that sleep, and I slept through the whole night. So I was like, I was glad I listened to my bod and just chilled because if I had pushed myself, maybe I would have woken up like not feeling well or, you know, like you just you never know. You don't want to burn yourself out, and especially if you're in school or you are on a fitness journey or you're starting a business or whatever it is that you're doing, you need your health in order to accomplish that. So if you're constantly going and going and going, your body's only going to allow you to put up with that for so long before it starts shutting down on you. I think a great example of that is like, I just remember hearing like Kendall Jenner was like hospitalized. It was like fashion week or something. I don't know. Um, but I read like an article about it and it was just crazy. Like, I don't know, we glamorize especially lifestyles like that of like models and celebrities. Oh, they're traveling all the time. They get to see the world. They're working. They're making so much money. But if you actually think about that, like that's really hard on your body and like to constantly be in an airplane, to constantly be in a different time zone. Like, I feel like it's really overhyped. That's not to say that it's not like cool as fuck and like, you know, who wouldn't say no, you know, but at the end of the day, we're all still human, and your body is a human body, and it's gonna be like, sorry, I'm not gonna work for you anymore because you're not respecting me, so use this as a sign, you know, if you've been feeling a little stressed out recently, take the time to just not do anything for a day, you know, if you can, If if you physically can't, you have to go to school, maybe you have kids, you have stuff you need to do, bitch, You deserve a break even more, honestly. Um, But, you know, just I actually talked about it in my week in my life video. But I think something really like a little hack that you can do, a little tip and trick is looking at your REM cycle and maybe waking up a little bit earlier each morning so you have extra time. And if you wake up like you look at the REM calculator, but basically it can tell you when to wake up, where you'll wake up at the end of a cycle and you'll feel refreshed So you might think like, why would I wake up earlier to feel better? But sometimes it's like, it's very true. Um, Or going to bed a little earlier if you can or whatever. Just taking taking the time to make sure that you get what you need and that you're well rested. And that's why I think meditation is so important because it does allow you to kind of just relax completely. Because even when we're sleeping, our minds are still working and we're dreaming and we're processing everything that happened to us that day. So taking the time to meditate and be aware of all the thoughts in your head at all time. Like, I think, it, I think a great example is when people are like, oh, I just can't sleep because I just kept thinking and thinking and thinking. And when you think about it, that's always going on in your mind. But when you're trying to fall asleep at night, you're not doing anything else. You're not talking to someone. You're not on your phone. You're not working or anything you're just alone with your thoughts in a dark room so you're finally aware of all the noise going on in your brain that's going on all the time so no wonder you're feeling so stressed out so overwhelmed because of that so meditation really makes you aware of that so midday when you're maybe doing something else you can kind of catch yourself like oh i'm really like kind of thinking a lot and stressing a lot over this and you can catch yourself and kind of snap yourself out of it so yeah take the time to care for you. Because at the end of the day, you're all you have. You know, fuck capitalism. Capitalism doesn't care about your anxiety. Truth tea. Um, moving on. Well, kind of. I mean, it's kind of related. But I'm still reading the book Pussy. And it's getting better low-key. Like, I don't know. I was kind of explaining it. It's kind of... I mean, I don't know. It's still kind of a little... It's like... I. Uh, cringy maybe is the word sometimes it's a little cringy to me and like I said like I have said in past podcasts when I've talked about this the book come as you are was just so scientific and so practical and so matter of fact and I really I think prefer that over this I don't know maybe some people really like the over spiritual like oh my god like your pussy Guide you to where you need to be, but I'm just kind of like rolling my eyes. But the overall message is good, I guess. Um, but the part that I recently was reading is a chapter called Rupture, and it's basically about um, embodying our pain and moving through our emotions and allowing ourselves to feel our emotions. And that kind of relates to what I was just saying because, yeah, if you're constantly bottling up your emotions, not allowing yourself to feel stuff, just trying to focus on making money or just focusing on the grind constantly. You know, you're not going to... Y- you're going to explode at some point. Mm-hmm. You can only do that for so long. Um, so this is on page 153. We have so deeply absorbed the bigotry and prejudice of the culture that we too have decided that feelings are messy and appropriate and unimportant. So when a woman has a big emotion, she finds herself wrong for it. But the feminine was designed as a deeper feeling. In truth... Huge emotions are fantastic, just like huge rainstorms are fantastic. Intense feelings cause us to grow, just like rain causes the earth to bloom. So when we are able to just feel our emotions completely and let our body guide us through them, because you know when you're angry, it's like you want to punch something, you want to like scream, you want to yell fuck, and then you feel better afterwards, or you really want to just cry and cry and cry, and then you're done crying and you feel better. Um, and that also was talked about in come as you are as kind of in that book, she was referring to it more as a stress reliever. Like if you're really stressed out and you have a low quote unquote sex drive, because we have learned that sex is not a drive ladies and ladies and lads. Um, but this is kind of more just in the context of overall life, um, so then she talks about something she does called swamping. So this is another one of those things. It's like just, okay, I love a little nickname, but I don't know. It's just kind of like I'm like as a mage. But just putting on loud music, like whenever you feel just kind of overwhelmed or really emotional or you're feeling something really intensely, just putting on loud music and just screaming and like dancing and just kind of letting yourself, letting getting it out of your system. Um, and yeah, I just think that's so important because we are kind of taught, like, it's so embarrassing to cry in public or it's so like, you don't want to be too emotional. And that holds us back as women from so much. And obviously there's like toxic masculinity as well. And how it's not manly to feel your feelings and stuff. But as a woman, I feel like, you know, I want to talk about my experience because that's what I can refer to. That's what I know. Um, but yeah, like, look, we've never had any female presidents oh, well, females <laughs> and it's just like what the fuck Cause, oh women are too emotional like ugh, you wouldn't be able to handle like your period like it's just unrealistic you know so it's kind of bullshit and that's kind of what we've been taught and it's like in order to make it you can't feel your feelings but we all need to feel our feelings men and women and everyone um so i think just keeping that in mind and Yeah, if you feel really stressed and overwhelmed, take a nap, cry, scream, do a little punch, punch a pillow, and you'll feel better. Instead of just constantly holding everything in, and again, it will attack you. And there's so many diseases related to stress, and you just, you don't want that. Um, So yeah, would I recommend this book? Yeah, read it. It has some good ideas, but it's not like the, I don't know, it's just not the best thing I've ever, it's just not my personal style, but I do like the overall message, so yeah, a lot of you were asking me if I'm going to talk about Aquarius season, and I just have to say, bitch, of course, who the fuck do you think I am? So it's currently Aquarius season, bye-bye Capricorn season, love you sis, like I love Capricorn season, oh my god, I get so much done, I am not on any bullshit, I'm just working and going to the gym and going to bed early, I swear, every Capricorn season, Like, in 2016, Capricorn season, that's when I hit, like, 100K. And I was uploading, I think, every single day. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) fuck. Um, But, yeah, it's Aquarius season. And there was a full moon lunar eclipse. So, if you've been feeling kind of emotional, if you've been thinking a lot about the past, past relationships, past emotions, maybe because of the full moon lunar eclipse. And lunar eclipses, I was reading, are more internal like your internal emotions and feelings than like a solar eclipse and especially with a full moon that's a time where stuff comes to light emotions come to light realizations about things you've gone through it kind of all almost makes sense or you start to kind of make peace with it um so yeah write any profound thoughts you have down see you know what comes up these next few weeks Um, But yeah, it's Aquarius season. So shout out to all the Aquariuses. Y'all are the opposite of me. I'm a Leo. So Aquarius is very like future forward. It's very like thinking about the world at large and almost like humanitarianism. Um, It's an air sign. And whereas Leo, the opposite of it is kind of like focused on me first. I need to focus on me to make the world better. Aquarius is more like what can i do for the world so they're kind of opposite in that way where you know we both have common goals in making the world i guess a better place but leo starts with self and aquarius starts with like the general world <laughs> um aquarius is all this is all from Astrostyle.com and also cosmo as we've learned cosmos kind of woke when it comes to astrology a lot of this is from Astrostyle, though um Yeah, Aquarius has always been known to be kind of like weird or like offbeat, and it's because the planet it's associated with, which is your anus, it spins on its side due to a tilted axis. So, you know, you might be a little quirky. So it's a time, a season to really stand out and be yourself, try new things, make new friends, you know, because it's an air sign. You may be more prone to socialization or collaboration, you know, working as a group. What can you as a group do for the world, you know? Um, And AstroStyle put it really well. You know, it's kind of an air sign. So socialization, it's kind of getting out of the winter hibernation. And I saw a tweet also. I mean, it's kind of related, but just, you know, as far as winter goes, who else does not feel cute in the winter? (laughs) Like, I don't even live in a place where it gets super cold, but I just always feel prettier in the summer <laughs> and fall, I guess. I feel like winter is like my glow up. Like, I just don't want to talk to anyone. I just want to like, <laughs> I'm working on me, you know? Um, also, I was reading on Astrostyle Style that Aquarius is symbolized by the water bearer and metaphorically, this star sign has a habit of bottling up feelings until the emotional cup runs over, spills over and then all the suppressed feelings come pouring out in a rush taking everyone by surprise. So during this solar cycle it's important to do regular check-ins which really so, was really um connects with what we were just discussing. So bitch, this is a wake-up call. Are you vo- are you taking care of yourself and your emotions? LMK. Um also I think this was from Cosmo maybe or maybe I don't know. Um, a, rebel, a rebel with a cause, you know, Aquarius kind of quirky, kind of like offbeat, but you, you, you're you focused on the the greater good. And if you have anything really, I don't know, something you're really passionate about, this is like the time to really go forth with it. Um, despite being such a loving and generous sign, Aquarius is also quite self-conscious and individualistic. Not so much in the me, me, me type of way it's opposite sign Leo is, <laughs> But Aquarius is very aware of their unique traits and how they stand up. And then, it, um, again, I think this was from Astrostyle. This helps you develop a deeper understanding of who you are, what you're interested in, and all of your little quirks and oddities. So take this season to be your best self. And, you know, in all regards, your quirks, your weird traits, your favorite foods that maybe Twitter does not approve of. <laughs> I saw this tweet that was like... I don't know. I should have looked more into it. So I would have some examples, but it was like, what food do you eat that you're, you don't want anyone to know about or like that you're embarrassed about. It's like, fuck, that's funny. Um, so yeah, shout out all the Aquariuses out there. I'm interested to see what this season brings, but yeah, just socialization, future forward collaboration, issues of the world at large. I feel like that's especially relevant now just because of the current political climate and checking in with yourself and your emotions and your feelings so yeah also i just wanted to read a few comments from my sex q a video first of all thank you to all the really great quest or great comments it's always like i oh my god it's always like i don't know how people are going to respond to this because i feel like my ogs are very woke and love you guys are interested in the same things i am but you never really know like what people are going to say. Um, so someone asks, is it okay to not be on the pill if you're having hookups? I, okay. And also people always ask me about what I do for birth control. I've never been on like a birth control. Like I've never been on the pill. I've never been on the patch. I've never gotten an IUD, anything like that. Um, I've just always used condoms. And I think also being aware of your cycle and when you're ovulating, when you're fertile, I think that's also really important and obviously like I don't know I think also it's a lot okay I don't it's like don't quote me on this because if you accidentally get pregnant I don't want you to blame me (laughs) but I feel like it's a lot harder to get pregnant than you know sex ed in sixth grade teaches us because there's really only a small window during each month where you are fertile and it's like are you really only gonna fuck those days I don't know but everyone's I feel like who is at a point in their life where they're trying to get pregnant I think everyone thinks that or says that at least a lot of people that I've heard because it's like you're trying and it's not happening and you're like oh my god I like why did I worry so much about this when I was younger and I wasn't trying to get pregnant um but I would say at least for me I know hormonal birth control can help a lot of people a lot of people have had good experiences I've just always never really wanted to go on it First of all, because I've never been in a long-term relationship, so I've never really gotten dick consistently, okay? Fine, I'll just say it, since all of you want (laughs) to know. So there's that, and then also I just, I don't know, I'm kind of honestly scared of hormonal birth control, because I also, you know, I have heard a lot of good things from people, and it's helped their acne, it's helped regulate their periods, it's helped this or that, but I've also heard a lot of bad things, and I don't know. It's just, I've never really wanted to do that. And I've never, again, never been in a long-term relationship. So it's like, I guess when I do have special times for me, like condoms and making sure people don't nut in me. And again, condoms and being aware of my cycle and stuff. So again, be careful. I don't want you to think, oh, I'm not going to get pregnant because Stella Ray said it was hard to, but like... <laughs> bitch like it's like relax you don't have to stress about it um just real talk okay a lot of you also said that the period thing happened to you during a special time if you don't know what I'm talking about watch the video but I shared an embarrassing story I mean it wasn't really embarrassing but like it low-key like low-key was um and some of you are also asking about vibrators or you know if you've never had an orgasm um I have several sex toy videos I would say, um, from my experience, I really like just a classic wand with different speeds. And I would say also if you're a beginner to vibrators or you've never had an orgasm, that's also really good to start with because you, again, there are different speeds. So you can start with a chill and then you can work your way up. Um, yeah, there's also, I don't know. I don't, I haven't had a lot of good experience with like, it's not like I guess would you consider that a dildo but it's like a vibrator and a dildo like part of it goes in you and like goes I guess on your g-spot and then part of it is outside on your clitoris except this one I think it was in my most recent sex toy haul but it's like literally shaped like a dick and it's like purple but literally it's like crazy so I would also recommend that (laughs) but the ones that I don't know it's just like the vibration of it is crazy. But other ones I've tried aren't, I don't know, like I don't love. It's like I'd rather just have the clitoral stimulation. But this one also, it's like kind of intense. So I, I don't really use it that much. Um, but yeah, just start with like a chill wand. Also, those little suction ones are really good. But I would say if you're just starting out, use just like the wand. But the suction ones, if you, it's like you kind of have to find the right angle on your clitoris for it to really work, but when you find that, it's like crazy. Again, I have a lot of sex toy haul videos, so you can kind of see what I'm talking about, but just a quick review. Um, Also, this is like really random, but I follow so many sex workers on Twitter and just like, you know, girls that have OnlyFans or private Snapchats. I feel like OnlyFans is the big thing now. I feel like less people are doing like a private snap. I feel like OnlyFans is just, like, easier. But I'm like, am I fumbling the bag by not doing this? It may come as a shock to some of you. I don't know, but I'm like, wow. Like, I literally am constantly asked, like, mostly on Snapchat, sometimes in my Instagram DMs, like, for nudes or, like, I mean, that's mostly it. But I'm like, I, am I fumbling the bag? Like, fuck but I don't know. Shout out to anyone that does OnlyFans or private snaps or sells nudes or anything because bitch, yes. Like, I feel like for me, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. I just still, I feel a lot of like the shame that society puts on women for that, for like capitalizing off, you know, well, well, we're going to sell sex, but if you do it yourself, like, you know, you're a whore and no one's going to want you, you know? Also, I feel like my parents would be like disappointed in me. Like fuck, how do you all deal with that? Like I would love to have a podcast with someone who does that. Do any of you know of anyone? Like I just I think it's so fascinating and I love the confidence and just how shameless these mostly it's mostly women, I'm going to say women. These women are um so yeah, let me know your thoughts on that too because I just think it's so fascinating and I I don't know it's just like wow. Y'all are really like securing the bag out here like I feel stupid for not, um, but yeah, I'm just kind of scrolling through these comments, not a lot of questions, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, and thank you for all these questions on this video, if you haven't watched it yet, let me know, and let me know if you want more, like, sex (laughs) Q&As, um, but yeah, also let me know if you're an Aquarius, let me know any topics you want me to talk about next time, and I will talk to you guys next week, thank you so much for listening. Bye.